What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Johnny Rod Show, number five. Uh, so, before I start, I just wanted to say, last night I saw a weird commercial for this thing called Vaginal Lift. Um, and I was thinking how fucking weird it would be if there was a thing called Penis Lift. A bunch of feminists, really, you know, extreme feminists, would probably make a counter product called uh, Penis Down. <laughs> Uh, okay, anyway, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at uh, this thing about Trump says he leaned on God to survive Mueller probe. And if you've ever read or listened to The Power of Positive Thinking, it makes a lot of sense. So it says, President Donald Trump said Thursday he leaned on one thing to get through special counsel Robert Mueller's probe of Russian interference in the 2016 election, his faith. People say, how do you get through that whole stuff? How do you go through those witch hunts and everything else? Trump said at the White House during a National Day of Prayer service. He looked over to Vice President Mike Pence and shrugged. In quotes, we just do it, right? The president continued, and we think about God. Since a redacted version of Mueller's report was released last month, Republicans and Democrats have clashed over the implications of the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election and whether the president obstructed justice. He, okay, he didn't. He fucking didn't. It came out, Mueller wrote, that there was insufficient evidence to find that the Trump campaign conspired with the Kremlin. Why the fuck is it the name Kremlin? I always think of Kermit the Frog for some reason conspired with the Kremlin. Special counsel did not take a position on whether the president obstructed justice, but detailed a number of instances in which the president attempted to interfere in Mueller's investigation. Okay. So, they didn't take a position. The people who are doing the, you know, the probe, they did not take a position, and they said there was insufficient evidence. All right. So... It seems like everything is over, right? No. And then it says, Democrats have used the report as justification to ramp up congressional efforts to investigate the president and his actions, with some lawmakers calling to launch impeachment proceedings immediately. Like, what? The, like, what? He, they didn't even find that he was guilty of it. The White House, meanwhile, has led Republicans in arguing that Mueller, fucking Mueller, whatever his name is, Mueller, found no collusion. So heading into 2020, Trump will look once again to appeal to white evangelical Christians, a voting bloc that played a huge role in his victory over Hillary Clinton in 2016. The president has touted his Christian faith in the past and filled his administration with advisors who are outspoken about their faith, perhaps most notably Pence. The Trump administration has also pursued key policies sought by evangelicals. Uh, such as restricting abortion access, uh, allowing religious nonprofits to make political contributions, and establishing a Justice Department task force on religious liberty accomplishments. He trumpeted at the prayer service. <laughs> Good one. Good one, Politico.com. Okay. The president also condemned the evil and hate-filled attacks, that's in quotes, on religious communities throughout the world in the past year inviting victims of a shooting at a California synagogue Saturday to speak. Every citizen has the absolute right to live according to the teachings of their faith and the convictions of their heart, Trump said. This is the bedrock of the American life. Well, he's not wrong there. 
And you know what? I'm not. I'm not a Republican, nor am I. I would consider myself a. De- you know, I nor do I consider myself a Democrat. But you know, just looking at this, it just looks like, you know, all, I don't. I don't even. Th- I'm not even thinking of like other people in the Republican Party. When I think, all I'm thinking of is Trump. Just Trump, and then I'm thinking of all these extreme Democrats, who hate him so much. They hate him so much. It's nuts. And it's just like, okay. So, what they're doing, you know, what their solution to this whole thing is, is to freak out and react to everything that Trump says. Obviously, he's trying to make them look crazy. And they, and you know what? He's doing a fucking good job because they are looking crazy. They look desperate. They look so desperate. I think it's funny. <laughs> but, um, especially the fucking militia vegans, like, that's just, come on. It's just ridiculous when it gets to militia vegans. Because, like, if you think about it, Actually, this, you know, I'm, I'm completely going off topic here, but I was listening to uh, The Power of Positive Thinking last night. Uh, and that, so the guy who wrote that was actually Donald Trump's um, mentor. His name is Norman Vincent Peale. And uh, Donald Trump credits a lot of his success, if not all of it, to, you know, his thought process. He thinks positive, and when he states something, he states it with such certainty. If you like, clearly, you know, it's you can notice that. And uh, people think that when he says, you know, when he talks about God, it's a sham. But the truth is, and well, at least in my eyes, um, and, you know, him saying the thing about power of positive thinking well that book a lot of it is based around you know uh thinking positively you know can change your life and developing a faith in god now that doesn't necessarily mean you know you have to develop a faith in god where you're going to church every sunday and blah blah blah. but when you really just think about it people who believe in God and trust that he's there with them tend to be more confident in what they do and what they say probably because it's you know they don't feel alone feeling alone can really just cause you to you know not feel good about yourself um cause you to lack confidence that's a huge thing lacking confidence in what you do because if you don't believe in what you do then why, why should anyone else, you know? If you start a business and you don't believe that it's going to succeed or that it's a shitty business, that's, that's exactly what other people are going to think. Because the first person to believe in your idea has to be you. And you have to believe in it with all your might, all your faith, you know? And then to believe in God and that He's there with you and that you're not alone 
that's a powerful thing. Because then, you know, I believe, I, I am a strong believer in, the, like, the law of attraction. And, you know, what you think becomes your reality. So, if you think negative thoughts, you're going to have a negative life. That's why it's good to focus on the uh, positive aspects of your life. Things that you've done and accomplished, your accomplishments. And things that you're going to accomplish. You have to envision you doing it and accomplishing it. Not, you know, the possible faults. Donald Trump doesn't even prepare for his speeches. He just has such high self-belief that he's able to go up there and become the president. You know, he's also a smart dude. You know, you got to give him that. But, you know, so, like, a lot of people, they tend to think of the things that, you know, they lack, that they don't have, and that will dominate their thought process, their mind, and, you know, it fills it up with feelings of inadequacy or insecurity, and then that will just manifest itself throughout your mind in everything you do. So, you gotta, you know, because your mental state reflects what you do in, you know, real life. Not that your mental state is in real life, but you know what I mean. In reality, like with other people or by yourself. And so building self-confidence is probably the most important thing you can do in life. Because if you don't have confidence in yourself, then you you better expect to, you know, fail. <laughs> like if you're not confident in what you're doing, you think you're going to fail, you're going to fail. And there's nothing wrong with failing as long as you learn from it. But sometimes people don't. And they'll just continue to think the way they thought. And things stay the same. And they get mad. And then that's a permanent state of mind. Which is not correct. You know, so it's good to remember that. You know, even if you don't believe in God. Or any God. You know, you don't believe in any God. Or anything. Say you're an atheist. Try. Just try believing in that there is a God. You know, it doesn't have to be the one that, you know, uh, doesn't have to be the one that you're, you know, against or that you don't believe in because of the stories. But believe that there is a force out there that is with you that will help you. And I promise you, the results in everything you do will be so much better than if you don't. Because one, you're not going to be feeling like you're the only one, you know, going through what you're going through because you, you'll feel like you have someone with you. And two, it gives, it will give you more of purpose. You know, it will fill you up with more value because then it feels like you're not by yourself and you're not the only one losing. But yeah, so definitely, you know, I think it's good to come up with little practices uh, to re reassure yourself that you are, you know, you are valuable. You you are going to attain success. You have success. And sometimes you fail, but that's okay, because 
you learn the biggest problem is when people don't but I don't want to say it's the biggest problem but it's a big problem when you're on say you're on a winning streak and you're just everything you're doing is going well right and you've been doing it like this for a while and then something bad happens something tragic or you just something minor could do it some could trigger it but and then you start to catch yourself thinking more negatively like oh fuck you know oh this this isn't gonna work out because i mean if i can't do that you know i failed at that there's no way i can do this but you know whatever i'll I'll go try and then you fail again because you're thinking like that even if you failed 10 times and you got to keep thinking positive because if you don't then you you know your thoughts reflect your reality so Definitely have that kind of mindset. And sometimes people, you know, they'll bitch about the people they're around. You know, like, oh, well, and and they can shift the blame. If they won't take ownership, it's easy for them to shift the blame on someone else. Even if it's not something that where, like, you have to confess to someone else because say you dented someone's car, I'm not talking about like shifting the blame onto someone else for that. I'm talking about if you did bad on a test, this is just an example. You do bad on a test, and the night before you have a roommate. So you have a roommate, and the night before the test, the roommate has people over, and you find it hard to focus. And you go in and take a test the next day. And you're thinking, oh, gosh, that didn't go so well. And then you're just trying to think. You're kind of thinking about, you know, what grade you could have possibly gotten or how you could have studied better. And then you think, oh, you know what? Well, I probably would have, I probably would know this stuff better if my roommate didn't have all those people over last night. Well, yeah, maybe, but it was your choice to stay there. And even if you could have left, which you probably could, and go gone somewhere else to study, you could have gone and fucking studied in your car. Don't blame it on your roommate. Don't try to shift any of your success, you know, not success, your failure. Don't shift the blame onto someone else. Take ownership and realize that it's your fucking fault. The more you do that, the more in life you'll you'll realize that everything in your life and the state of your life is due to your own actions no one else's but your own how you react to things how you take in things you know if you're negative you're going to have a negative life <sighs> i feel like i'm kind of just rambling on here but it's just so true you know and then also, it's good to, but don't get me wrong, there's definitely toxic people out there. You know, there's a lot of toxic people. Whether you're in a relationship and you have a toxic boyfriend or girlfriend, or, you know, you're, you, or just a relationship with a friend, that they're not, they're not aiming for what you want. And no one is, because it's your life. So <laughs> why should anyone else, you know, bend to what you want 
to do in life. And as if everyone's supposed to support you, you got to be able to be on your own, be by yourself, not be so needy, not need the validation and attention from others. The sooner you're able to do that, the sooner you can be happy by yourself. And then you'll be able to focus and do things on your own and feel value without the need for validation from you know, another person or a group of people. Those are the people who stand out. No one gives a shit about you know, the person who... But the person who was at the party two years ago that, uh, you know, was the life of the party. No one gives a fuck. But what people do care about is the person that is on their fucking grind. They're doing something. They're making an impact. They're changing, changing the world. That's cool. That's fucking sick. I'd rather hang out with that person, you know? So surround yourself with people that you believe will be able to, you know, not necessarily infect, but motivate, motivate you to chase after what it is you want, chase after your goals, your dreams, because you can have it. It's just, you got to work. You got to do hard work and make sacrifices. A lot of people don't want to make the sacrifices. When I was, when I was, uh, younger when I was in high school and I was like uh, I think I want to say a junior I just really I I wanted to like always be with people I wanted to hang out you know I just always wanted to be with other people I didn't like being by myself but I realized now you know the reason for that is because I didn't feel good about myself I only felt value when I was with other people. Uh, I played soccer. I felt value then, you know. But that was like the only time because I didn't work hard in, in my classes or anything. So, you know, you, you have to take ownership for the amount of value you feel because if you're not doing shit that is not contributing to building the life you want, then you're doing things that are just either keeping you in the same spot or they're dragging you down. And, you know, honestly, I don't want to say, I don't want to say there's anything wrong with being complacent because if that is truly how someone wants to be, if they want to just, you know, kind of get by and just live their life how they want, you know, that's fine. Everyone can live their life however they want. I'm just saying, don't bitch about people who are doing the things that you wish you could have done. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Johnny Rod Show number five. Um, make sure you tune in next week to the J-Rod Pod. Uh, I'm going to have Lindsay Walters on, an amazing human being, an entrepreneur. Uh, she has her own na- nail design company. She, it's called uh, Nails by Lindsay on Real Work. And uh, she's also a college athlete. She runs track. So make sure you're tuned in for that. All right. Goodbye.